He's just got his finger on the pulse of the whole Columbus music scene. From our studio located somewhere in the depths of the 614, here's your host, Rick Gethin. And we're back for another episode of the infamous Cat Club Podcast. I am the host with the most, at least in my own mind, Rick Gethin. We have to welcome a new sponsor onto the show today. 451 Spirits, a craft distillery in the heart of Clintonville, just north of downtown Columbus, Ohio. They're creating innovative and dynamic spirits and pushing the envelope of what you know about craft spirits. They're borrowing Solera aging from Spanish winemaking. Great, great effect with the Spanish winemaking because Spanish wine is awesome. And using a traditional pot still from Ireland to Scotland. They have a few different flavors. Dear Johnny Smoked Apple Whiskey, Writer's Block Mint Lime Rum. For all you Green Fairy drinkers, there's Midsummer's Night Absinthe, Clawfa Gin, Pipe Dream Rum, and of course, Bone Shaker Whiskey. And from time to time, they do a limited run of specialty spirits. It's available locally and at all craft establishments. Check them out. That's 451 Spirits in Clintonville, 614-929-3836. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Foot on the gas. We're on the way with a new episode of the Cat Club Podcast. I'm so excited, kids, to have a wonderful, wonderful band in the studio with me today. I have to tell you, listening to them, I get the feeling I'm hearing a modern-day version of Parliament Funkadelic in their prime. Of course, I'm talking about Honey and Blue. With me in the studio, Stephanie Amber, Adam Darling. Welcome to the show, guys. Let me just say, wow. That was Whoa. Cool. <laughs> we'll take an introduction it, and a half. We'll take it. Well, I'm, I'm serious. It's, 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 you know, I listen to music and I, I try and, and, okay, what influences am I hearing? It's just my take on it. It might not be what you're hearing, um, but what I'm hearing, I'm hearing elements of, of funk and soul and you know some R&B in there, too. I mean, that's what Parliament Funkadelic was mm. and still is. You're making our day. You know, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing stuff. And I'm so sorry that I haven't seen you live yet. That's, that's an omission I need to correct. Um, we'll throw you some dates and... Sweet. We need to write this wrong today. Uh, Now, Honey and Blue (laughs) is comprised of of both you, Stephanie, and and Adam. Uh, Mm -hmm. But you also have Dwight Bailey on bass and James Gators on drums. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Um, And James Gators, you were telling me, is a jazz drummer. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I'm hearing that influence definitely in the, you know, that little jazz kind of beats. For sure. sure. First time I heard him, he he was playing with his jazz group. I think it was his quartet. And, um... I knew he could. If you can play jazz, you can play anything. So oh, sure. he could he could handle what we're doing. So, um, but yeah, phenomenal drummer and um, Dwight Bailey's a phenomenal bass player. We're, well, we're it, it all work. comes together on the new album, which we'll get to. Hmm. We'll get to. Uh, but Stephanie, you're originally from New York, so you and I were kindred spirits. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, actually, Stephanie and I just found out this afternoon. Grew up two and a half hours. Away from each other. Oh, um, that's crazy. Small world. Yes, it is a small world. But Adam, you're here from Columbus. That's right. And yet, the both of you met in Los Angeles on the left coast. That's mm-hmm. right. Stephanie, that's tell right. us how that happened. Um, I love this story so much. It's, um, okay, so I was working over at Cabo Cantina mm-hmm. in, uh, in Brentwood, which sounds a lot nicer than it was. And it was my... <laughs> the trendy <laughs> suburb of Los Angeles. <laughs> It's still there, so we don't want to shit on it. I'm just saying it's not not glamorous, but it was a cool spot. But um, 
it was my very first day um, surveying by myself, and Adam was working as a bouncer, and he uh, came up to me and was like, oh, hey, I'm a musician, and like, welcome to LA, and so he gave me... She's got you down to a T, Adam, I'm telling you. Because that's totally how Adam sounds, um, if you've met him. <laughs> um, and he gave me his CD of the music that he had done, you know, obviously on his own, and immediately I was like, oh, he's just like another, you know, dude from L.A. that's pitching his music and whatever. Like a, like a million other ones well, out exa- in Exactly. Angeles, I was like, right. whatever. <laughs> and then I went home and I listened to it that night and I texted him and was like, dude, you're so talented. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love to sing some stuff for you. And at that time, like, I had never sang anything that I had written to anyone else. And I was like, I'd like to do that with you if you're open to it. And I think it was like that week I went over and he played guitar and I sang and we had so much fun and... Yeah. Boom. Now, while you were in Los Angeles, you did, after you got together, mm-hmm. um, you did play at the House of Blues out there, correct? Mm-hmm. But separately, weirdly enough. like Yeah, we didn't play together. So oh, I, had, okay. I had played a show there before okay. doing some solo artist stuff. And she was telling me that she had had a gig there um, even before I would heard her voice. So I figured that if she was singing, uh, was it a jazz night you yeah, said or something? Yeah, it was a jazz night. So I, once again, I figured like if she's, if she's singing jazz... At the House of Blues, then I got to hear her voice and and uh, she's got the chops. She, I'm telling she's you, she's got the chops. Terrifying. <laughs> tell you, I lucked out. I remember the first time she opened her voice to sing. She she had a song she wrote, and you always get a little nervous when you when you haven't heard somebody sing. Sure. Um, and then she just started singing, and it was that was game over. I was like, all right, I need to. You were hooked. I was hooked. Absolutely, absolutely. How could I not be? You're making me blush. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Come up and see me sometime. <laughs> That's exactly what you sounded like. You sounded like May West right here. Um, so you moved back to Columbus in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, having met out there, you've, you, you've got this musical thing going uh-huh. on. Mm-hmm. Um, how hard was it putting a, a band together out here? Not hard. Uh, only because of... Me knowing great musicians when I lived here before I moved out to L.A. And so uh, we had recorded the album flying back and forth from L.A. to, to Ohio. Mm-hmm. And so, one. yeah, the yeah, first, the first, first album. Self-titled sorry, album released in 2015. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, it, it seemed like a smart move to come back and be able to play the music with the, with the gentlemen that were on the album. So it, it wasn't a hard move no but i will i will say Mm -hmm. when i first moved here i was not knowing what i was getting into coming to columbus ohio and like my parents were like are you okay honey you're moving to columbus from los angeles like is everything good and i was like no the music scene is amazing here and over the last couple of years, it's been so bitching that... Oh, sorry, am I allowed to go? Oh, you can... Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. In that case, it's been so bitching to like, meet all of these incredible artists, and now like my parents come to visit, and they're like, oh, okay, we get it. It is... It's really cool here. I mean, it's just like L.A. or, or you know, New York City. The city, as you and I call it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's such a huge, vibrant music scene mm-hmm. out here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all different genres. That's the great thing. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a niche for everybody. Yeah. Whatever kind of music. I mean, I've seen, you know, solo acts with a ukulele. You know, yeah. And it yeah. sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just one of the things. But we have to play a song. Let's do it. So I picked three songs from your newest album, All the Fields, released in December of 2017. We're going to play this track called Superstar by Honey and Blue on the Cat Club Podcast. You're gonna have those 
your mouth. Listen to me now. Superstar by Honey and Blue. Kids, you now know where I got the P-Funk reference from. Parliament <laughs> Funkadelic. That was a funky jam. Shut <laughs> your mouth. You. Shut your mouth. <laughs> exactly. Shut your mouth. Um, tell us how that song came about. It's a funny story. Okay. Uh, I, had I a, love funny stories. I had a I had a, the guitar groove, and, um, and I knew it was something, and so I had this... <laughs> this idea is this is a bad line that did not make the song was I'm feeling funkier than bad milk was the only line I kept <laughs> that's so kind of scary so that's pretty funky right yeah uh, and then I, I was like Steph I got this idea but uh, don't listen to that word so <laughs> anyway we start we kind of started with the groove and and uh, it's it turned into a, an ode to knowing you got it and, and yeah. owning who you are so I think it's Much particularly with, like, one. coming from a background of music, you know, you have so many people who are saying, like, they all have their opinions on what you're supposed to be or mm. what your sound is or, you know, if you've had a good show or a bad show. And this is kind of just being like, no, I'm, I'm going to stand super tall and be awesome no matter what it's, you it's kind of throw an, in. It's an empowering song, lyrically. You know, listening to the lyrics, like, wow, I like that. But then again, when I see you guys live, I'm going to do the Molly Shannon, <laughs> Mary Gallagher from, you know, Saturday Night Live, Superstar. <laughs> but I don't get nervous and you know, like smell my <laughs> after, after having them in my armpits. Not all. <laughs> I can't say the same. Oh, as long, you know, as long as you're you're good with that. That character was based off of Steph. Oh, yeah, well, well known fact. Well, Saturday Night Live from New York City. There you go, Stephanie from Middletown, New York. It's just saying, all the pieces fall together. <laughs> Just west of Newburgh, New York, mm -hmm. which for those of you kids that don't know where Middletown is, just west of where they filmed Orange County Choppers. Boom. In Newburgh. Mm -hmm. Boom. You know. Oh, speaking of the funk, this music means we've got to take our first break. Time flies when you're drinking rum, as I like to say. <laughs> we'll be back on the other side with more stories from Stephanie and Adam of Honey and Blue. I am your host, Rick Gethin, and this is the Cat Club Podcast. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius, Hawaiian style. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. King of the Karaoke Mic. Mr. King of the Karaoke Mic. Armed with your mic. You brazenly take to the stage, refusing to leave until every last person has been lulled into a peaceful slumber. Wake me when it's over. Country, rock, R&B. From your lips, it all sounds the same. Like a sick cat trapped under a parked car. That's a flat kitty. Sure, nobody's clapping. But that doesn't mean you can't give them six more encores. They're clapping on the inside. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, oh hero of the high note. You sing to the beat of a different drum. Because the one in your ear is clearly broken. Mr. Karaoke 
Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? And we're back. The Cat Club Podcast, the sweetest smelling podcast in the world. We're honored to have in the studio with us Stephanie Amber, Adam Darwin, the brains and the inspiration behind Honey and Blue. Boom. And <laughs> as everybody that knows me knows, I do not like pigeonholing bands. So I can't come out and say, okay, they're a pop band or they're a funk band or a soul band. You, you bring all these different elements in to what you do. Mm-hmm. And it just, it gives you this this smorgasbord of, of oral goodness for your ears. Love it. I mean, it's just, Love just it. amazing stuff. Love it. Uh, what's the story behind the name Honey and Blue? How did you end up calling yourselves Honey and Blue? <laughs> it was you or me. Take it. Okay. Um, it was our first gig. Well, I think it was the Good Hurt. It was a, a, good, a venue in, in L.A. Yeah, called the Good Hurt. And our buddy, uh, Zach, when I got off the stage, it was the first time that he had seen both of us together. And he was like, I got to say, listening to you two together is like warm honey on a hot coat. Oh, wait, what was it? Warm honey over ice cream on a hot summer day. Something weird like that. And we really liked it. Sort of and alluding to her, her sweet vocals at the time. So we figured she was honey. And not syrupy sweet either. I mean, yeah. We're talking like like awesome sweet, awesome sweet, <laughs> awesome sweet, right? And so she was she was immediately honey uh-huh. dubbed honey, ah. and then I had we had to figure out something to dub you <laughs> to dub me. Um, so we went with blue, which uh, is perfect because like, you're my boy, blue. <laughs> <laughs> you're my boy, blue. <laughs> Sorry, that's hey. No, I love it. <laughs> At the time, we didn't think of that one. I did but, not uh, either, actually, I don't think but, I've ever put that together. Yeah. So that's it, Honey and Blue. Now, see, if, I, if I'd actually been thinking when I when I did all the pre-production for today's show, I would have put in that sound clip from old school. Yeah, well, you know, that's okay. next time. That's okay. Next time. Next, next time. time. You know, I mean, <laughs> having Will Ferrell say "You're my boy, Blue," I mean, it's you know, it'll fit. Mm-hmm. I should have had that. <laughs> Band names are always funny, especially when you. When you're not even like it was just our first gig together, I think she might have come up to even to do just a few songs or whatever it was, and we yeah. had to come up with a band name. So we, you have to think of something that you're like, I think we can we can live with this for a long for a while. Yeah, you know that it's not gonna like every time you hear it, you have to say it, you go, oh, that sounds stupid. But it's so weird when you have to slap a title on like what you're doing, especially when right. you don't really know each other that well yet you don't know what like your sound's gonna be it just, and a, it and a band name works. sticks with you yeah, yeah. that's something you, you've gotta you gotta hit the nail on the head yeah. pretty much right from the get go mm-hmm. otherwise you're stuck with it mm-hmm. or you have to change it and then like that's, there's a weird yeah, yeah. And if, if you if you don't choose wisely as a Star Wars character once said um, <laughs> you know you're basically screwed at that point yeah but Honey and Blue works thank you I think you know. so thank you because I, I mean I, I saw the band name before I actually had heard any of your music, and I was like, "What is this?" Do you have any preconceptions? Nope. Okay. Cool. I never do. Okay. When I when I hear a band for the first time, it's with an open mind, and I mean, I have my just my musical experiences over the years. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, from listening to music and being exposed to all different kinds of music at a young age, you know, everything from Joan Baez to you know John Sebastian, The Loving Spoonful, to Crystal's Nash and Young, Deep Purple. Black Sabbath, you know, between my mother and my father. Nice. And everything in between. Yeah. Um, you know, English blues bands from the early 70s, I just totally love. Um, <laughs> never got their due over here, but that's America for you. Uh, but I digress. It's, it's one of those things, uh, listening to you guys, I, I didn't know what to expect, and I didn't sit there and say, well, I hope it sounds like this, or I hope it sounds like that. I just listened to it. And the biggest thing I... I heard from the nine tracks on all the fields was just like I said this smorgasbord of music I'm hearing pop and I'm hearing soul and I'm hearing funk and R&B and a little bit of Latin rhythms and some Middle Eastern stuff and it's just all together but it works thank you thank you you. and you know and yes she does have a sweet voice she does does. but Adam your voice is I mean you're no slouch either man thank you you know you got the chops to get up there thank you right Um, but you do play a, a Telecaster, yeah, which I I totally dig that sound. Yeah, 
you know. I, I play that and a uh, an Epiphone Casino as well nice. quite a bit. So, yeah, those, nice. those are my two two main axes. Yep. Very nice. Now, do you play any instruments, Stephanie, or, or um, is it just uh, just your your voice is your instrument? I play a little piano, but not in front of other people. <laughs> not yet. Not yet, because I don't We're think anyone wants that to happen. <laughs> We're working on the debut. You, yeah. you got the scoop. You've heard it here first. I can play one song on piano, and it's with one hand. So it's like, you know, it doesn't even sound. It sounds kind of right. The Yellow Submarine by the Beatles. Hey. It's and, easy. Well, <laughs> if there's a song and it's the Beatles, then I'm I'm a fan. Okay, favorite Beatles album? Uh, uh, yes, I'm putting you on the spot. Abbey Road. Okay, I'd go with that. My favorite song is A Day in a Life from the Sgt. Pepper's album. Oh, God. See, I really, really love Sgt. Pepper's, too. That's like the hardest question. That's like asking what your Sergeant favorite Pepper's child is. A, yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> it's like, how do you choose? <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's one of those things. There's so many great songs. Oh, my God. I know. You know, the early stuff sounded all very much alike. I mean, in the same kind of pop, pop sensibility yeah. type thing. It's like, but then they it's then fun, they matured, free. and they weren't afraid to to try something different. But we have to play more music. Here's another track from All the Feels. This is that Middle Eastern flavored one, Battle Hymns by Honey and Blue on the Cat Club podcast. Never met myself before tonight. I had to change my skin, it didn't feel right. It's funny how your bones can break and men but never set right. How many hits can someone take before it's time to take fight? Calm down, deep breath. Time for battle, time for battle.
Honey in Blue. What a fantastically atmospheric feeling I get when listening to that song. Sweet. Oh, thank um, you. Like I said, it has that, that kind of Middle Eastern flavor, kind of beginning, the end, and, and whatnot. But then it has like, it's like a mix of pop and soul, but with some sultriness thrown in. I, I can't take much credit for that. I, I would he created. Adam, your voice sounds sexy. Really? I know. I sounded, <laughs> I've, I've, never, I've never sounded better on that one. That wow. to me, that song um, started out. I, I actually don't know how it started out. I, just messing around on the keyboard with some like a like an electric uh, keyboard sound. But as we got going and Steph started <laughs> writing her part. To me, there's it's almost like a tribute to Timbaland's one of my favorite producers, and the okay. way that he works in a lot of the reverse vocals and things is what what we were able to do with for the chorus. But it just felt like he did such he pulled in a lot of those Eastern influences yeah. with a lot of the early production, and so for me that was that was a was a big influence. So I thought it was so cool. There. He like pulled in. I remember one day recording in particular, he pulled in. A bunch of different stuff from all over the house, glasses, bottles, and things like mm-hmm. that, just like banging on them, trying to get really cool noises. I think isn't isn't the the main or the ending percussive part like the back of your guitar that you were beating on? Is it? Yeah, there's that in, in there. Well, see, now that's a lost art now. I mean, going back into the '70s, and it was really prevalent in the '70s and '80s in, in recording studios with the analog tape. You know, you're, you're taping onto a you know or recording onto you know two inch master reel and Whatnot. But they would record tracks of, you know, breaking glass into a, you know, galvanized steel or aluminum trash can mm-hmm. or somebody walking up and down steps or, or just to get a certain sound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know that many musicians, artists or producers do that much anymore with the digital age. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I would I would say probably not as much. For right. me, it's much easier to get a feel that I want just because I've had the practice of playing it versus trying to put it into a computer. but So it's much... If I can hear something, I can be able to play it and get mm-hmm. that feel versus... Playing to... it on a MIDI and like all... I mean, it's crazy MIDI's all cool of those too, things but... that like... Ha- they have all of these sounds preloaded, but I think it, it's just... It makes it that much more, much more special, you know, that he took the time to like piece together this stuff by hand. And... Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, kind of going back, Adam, uh, you did some college here at the Ohio State University. Yeah. Psychology and music. Yeah. Um, they kind of go together. I think so. You know. The older I get, the more I realize they go together. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> music is psychology. There you go. There you go. Depending on what song you're listening to. Right. And Steph, you, or, you did the um, School of Rock in West L.A. Uh, I worked at the school. Oh, you worked rock, at the school, of but rock. I okay, went to school um, for musical theater oh. at the American Musical and Dramatic Academy in the in, city. In, in the, the city. In the city. <laughs> yeah, you gotta call it the city. Yeah, that's go. what it's called. It's I've called learned, the city. I've learned that now. <laughs> yeah, you know, unlike my friends on out in Los Angeles, I have a few that are still live out there, and they try to call that the city. I'm like, you know, dude, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the LA Basin. <laughs> that encompasses, you know, 60 miles north to south and 100 miles east to west. Yeah. <laughs> Ontario, Anaheim, and all the rest of them are in there. But we have to take another break. We'll be back with Honey and Blue. Hi, Tom Bodet, using this streaming music format to fulfill my lifelong dream of being a 50s radio DJ. Here goes. Hey, guys and gals, this is Tombo spinning the platters that matter at number six on your motel dial. Get a clean, comfy pad for the best deal you ever had. Just say, we'll leave the light on for you. The phrase that pays less. Man, that was fun. Book now at motel6.com or on your smartphone. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. This is Steve. Actually, it's Steve. Steve is looking for a refreshing beverage. Yeah, that's Steve. Steve is about to drink a Schweppes ginger ale. (sighs) Wow, that's refreshing. Steve says it's refreshing. You think this is funny, huh? What's your name? Stanley. Schweppes ginger ale. Refreshing people just like Steve since 1783. Thirsty for a more intense ginger taste? Try new Schweppes dark ginger ale. The competition has taken notice. Oh my god. Good luck keeping up with us. <laughs> Amateurs. 
You gotta love the jam. <laughs> We're back, the Care Club Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Evan. With us in the studio, Stephanie Amber, Adam Darling of local Funkalicious Solsters, Honey and Blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. As, as Adam sits there and gives me this look, like, okay, Rick, how much have you had to drink? Yeah. Um, I'm just, now, you, you know, I'm just honored to be uh, described as a, a funkster. Funkalicious. Funkalicious. You guys have, I mean, you've you've got the funk, the vibe. I mean, even watching the videos, the live videos, and 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 the the very well produced videos that you have. I mean, you've got that funk groove going on. Well, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you. But your vocal step. They really, it's like icing on the cake. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep up with these guys. Like, they are, I feel spoiled rotten because this is this is my first band ever. And I'm with three of the most talented dudes that I've ever met. And not mm-hmm. only are they, like, throwing it down like there's no tomorrow whenever we play. Like, right. they're just so sweet and kind to me. And you know they never, yeah, they never make the me feel out. like I'm the newbie. Like they make it feel like, oh yeah, we're just triple sevens, baby. I'm aware, man. I'm just trying to stay around. I mean, it, it's a fantastic sound. If, if I sound like I'm playing you guys up, I mean, I am. But I'm. <laughs> you guys, I mean, you, you, your music just makes me excited. Thank you. Oh, you know, it just, it just it, it has that. It's not only feel good music, but there's it's just a, an excitement. Thank you. You know, thank you, thank you for being excited about music. I mean, that's it's a beautiful thing. That's like the best compliment and reaction that you could ever ask for from someone when you put stuff out. So yeah, for sure. So oh, one thing we do have to ask you about. Yeah. Um, because uh, I know the executive director of Summer Jam West. Yeah. The music an arts festival at the Westgate Park and the Hilltop, celebrating the Hilltop area of Columbus, section of Columbus. Uh, we were out there last year. Cool. Um, you know, did a piece on on uh, the whole festival and, and what they're doing. And we'll actually have a booth there this year, Music in Motion Columbus will. Right on. But you guys were chosen as one of the five bands. One of the five Super bands. honored. <laughs> Is this your first time? It's yes. our first time. Oh, Very you're great. in for a treat. So we're excited. excited, yeah. It's it's. Have you ever been there? No. For the, for the festival, this no. will be the fifth year, um, and I'm, I'm probably, you know, Patty von Neeson, who is the executive director, and all the other people that help put this event on. There's, there's myriad people that do this, but Patty's been my point of contact and learning about it. But I mean, she she actually asked me what I thought of all these different bands that had been applying. Is like, well, who's your favorites? And I'm sitting there going, okay, I don't like picking favorites. I'll tell you, you know, I'll, I'll rank them from like one to seven, but in no particular order. And you know, you guys were in that seven. I'm not saying it was so because you, of me. No, so no, no, you no, got no, us. No, you no. got us into the festival. No, it wasn't me. Yes. Um, We've never been picked for anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do know that she's. I mean, she had. I want to say almost forty bands applied oh, wow. for five spots this year. And we just like, that means that, that. Means, that means a lot. Yeah, we keeps just keeps getting bigger. Bad. Keeps getting bigger and bigger we're every gonna, year. We're gonna have to show up. Give them a show. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna see you before then. Um, but that day, it's it, it's really nice because it's uh, in front of the stage. You have people just basically pull out their blankets, it's like a picnic type thing, and sit there all afternoon for the live music. Cool, all day long. And then cool. you've got all these, you know, wonderful artisans and vendors that are all local. Oh, cool. Great. I mean, doing all these like, little arts and crafts stuff, but it's for good causes and, and all these yeah. different things. It's just really, really neat festival. Excellent. Oh, Celebrating yeah. a section of the city that, that doesn't necessarily get a lot of good press. You know? So, definitely have to check out the artwork, too. That they, sure. they do a mural every year. Cool. Um, somewhere cool. around the hilltop. Oh, all right. nice. Last year it was on this building next to the railroad tracks. In the hilltop, it's like three blocks or two blocks away from the the park itself, but really neat. Wow, very nice. cool, very cool. And they use local artists for that too. So we have so I feel like we have so much to learn about Columbus that this is such a nice. And you're from here. Yeah, well, I was gone for a while. I was gone for a while. No excuses, Adam. No, you're right. No <laughs> excuses. You're right. That was an excuse. I apologize. Like a tramp, Adam. Come on. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean I'm excited to see you guys. You know, be selected after hearing your music. Um, 
But I mean, it's it's just a wonderful festival, and the fact that it celebrates everything local, it's celebrating local music, mm-hmm. um, and all the different genres that they have playing that day. So no pressure, you know. <laughs> Last year, I think there was maybe six thousand people that showed up throughout the day. So right on, you know. And it seems to grow exponentially every year. Right. Oh wow! It's a good pressure. Of course, yeah. it's good pressure. Makes you want to be better, do more, of course. push it a little bit harder. So, so it's going to be neat seeing you in an outdoor space yeah yeah but i'm gonna be seeing you before then so where do, where do you play next and when do you play next we are at natalie's coal fire pizza um in worthington on the 31st march 31st march, march 31st. 31st okay um from 10 30 until midnight it'll be super fun full band just having a blast there and playing some of our favorite tunes some new stuff get there at 10 if you can yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Gets, gets I can't busy. get there earlier. I have OCD, dude. You can get there earlier. You can get there. <laughs> you can get there at eight. I'm, I'm one of those people that shows up. Yeah, I'll be early to my own funeral. You can get there at eight. So, uh, well, I don't know if I'll be there that early, but yeah, I'll be. I'll be there. I don't like walking in. If I'm like, especially if I'm going to be reviewing a show. Sure. I don't like walking in and having to sit down and get my mind into right. Because yeah. I listen to music a different way when I'm reviewing a show uh-huh. than if I'm just there to enjoy the show. Have you been to Natalie's? No, I have not. Oh, wow. one of the venues I haven't been to here. You are going to love, love it. I've heard great things about it. It's one of our the faves. The pizza is on the up and up. It's on the up and but up. Coming from a New Yorker, I have to take your word on that because, you know, you a lot of the pizza out here. And, Stephanie, please tell me it bothers you as much as it bothers me that they cut a circular pie in squares. What is that? Oh, my what God, they're crazy that? out here. I don't understand. <laughs> There's a lot of things. I mean, we could talk about food for a while, like... Specifically, like breakfast sandwiches and bagels, and like I could, oh, I could go on about that. Cream cheese and See, I, I'm, I'm a purist. I like just untoasted cream cheese. Like if it's a good one, you plain don't bagel. Anything else. Oh, well, uh, one guy I on, like, one guy I on like bagel. a plain one or on everything. I'm all okay. or nothing. Right. <laughs> I'm I all or nothing. They're, they're, they're amazing, but it's the water that make the bagels in New York, and also the pizza, the crust. It's the water. Is it because they, it is the water? They can't replicate that out here. I love when New Yorkers get New York. <laughs> I get Forget riled about up. It. I get riled up. <laughs> but hey, we have to play more music. Another track from All the Feels by Honey and Blue. This is What You Know About It. I'm about to we say Next to your fire. Oh, I got the feeling. Going to follow the up what we're building. More hearts with more love, no division. Coming together as one, that's my religion. Thank you. 
oh, I don't know anything about it except, hey, it's Honey and Blue, and they are rocking <laughs> the Cat Club Podcast's world right now. Woo! With us in the studio, Stephanie Amber, Adam Darling. Guys, that's another just jam that... I want to get up and start dancing. Uh, we want you to get up and start dancing. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> um, the guitar part in that, and we were talking while the song was playing, I and mean, it's it's that, that drum and bass that's driving the song. Mm-hmm. But your guitar part, you can hear that Jimi Hendrix influence yeah. in there. Can't separate Jimi. He's, uh, he's in me from playing since I was 12, so he just pops out whenever I Every play now sometimes. Every now, now, how about the singing, Adam? I mean, because vocally, like you're, it's a it's a little bit different style than what you do, Stephanie. But they complement each other, and That's like badass. you almost have like a like a funk groove with the way your you know your your timing is. I think um, it took me a long time to figure out my my voice because I I love good hip hop and mm-hmm. and good rap and, and rhythm in general um, but finding a way to do it myself that felt authentic has mm-hmm. been sort of a journey and also um, just finding my voice I don't think I was a great singer growing up so it's been like finding my range and what feels mm-hmm. comfortable has been quite the journey but sometimes it comes together I feel pretty good about that one. Oh, it definitely <laughs> comes together on, on this album uh, I mean like I said you're, both of your your Vocal stylings, they complement each other. Um, even the songs that, that you both do some vocal work on, they, it works together. Thank you. Because there's enough of a difference, not just the, the gender difference, but just enough of a difference style-wise that it just adds this like rich texture to the song Thank and you. what I'm hearing. Thank you. Um, I think it's just super fun when we analyze like all of our different backgrounds, even you know, James and Dwight and right. Adam and myself. I mean, like... Like I said, I was a musical theater nerd that, you know, listened to, like, Donna Summers and the Beatles and things like that, you know, growing up. And obviously he's guitar-heavy, blues-heavy, and it just, I think that's what made it, has made our sound so us. It's, it's pretty so cool. Us. So yeah, us. So us. Yeah. They are Honey and Blue. That's the us they're talking about. I am Rick Geffen. This is the Cat Club Podcast. We have to take our final break. Come back on the other side with one more song and it's a cover song I'll tell you you right now it's by one of my favorite artists from back in the day you'll hear that next right here on the show Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius Hawaiian Style Real Men of Genius Today we salute you Mr. Moped Super Upper Mr. Moped Super Upper Any tourist can rent a crummy bicycle with an engine, but only you have the moxie to put a V-twin on it and fly up Diamond Head without a helmet. Yeah! Is that a volcano erupting? No, it's just your muffler. Mine's louder than yours. You take an underpowered piece of junk and turn it into an overpowered piece of junk. Get my motor riding! So crack open an ice-cold Bud Light, oh maestro of the motorbike. We'd sing your praises, but with that muffler, you couldn't hear us. Mr. Lopez Super Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. You're in to the hottest station on the planet. We're back for the final segment of the Cat Club Podcast. Bonus points to either of you if you can name this group. Is it Daft Punk? No, Daft Punk sampled that. Oh, okay. That's uh, a, see, see, see what I did? Because I was going to ask you. That's that's a that's, that's a group. Water released the beast. Oh. Wow. That is the sample that Daft Punk used. Okay. No way. Yes. Okay. That's funky. Man. Very that's, funky. That's, that's funky. Is it as funky as Bad Milk? <laughs> as funky as bad milk. Okay. <laughs> uh, with me in the studio, we're honored to have Stephanie Amber, Adam Darling of Honey and Blue, a local band that is just fantastically awesome. You too, Ken. Soul, oh. funk, rhythm and blues, 
a little pop, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Little sprinkles of everything. Sugar and spice and everything nice, as the saying goes. <laughs> um, how often how often do you guys get to perform here locally? And is it right now? Is it kind of just a, a local Columbus Central Ohio thing? Um, it depends on the month. Um, now that we're going into like the summer um, festival season and all that between our duo shows and our full band shows, we're going to be quite busy for the summer. Um, but, you know, kind of January, December and January, things kind of mellow out. That's mm -hmm. good, very good writing time, very good thinking time. So it just kind of depends on the season. Yeah. But we're, we're playing quite a bit. I'm certainly, we're playing more than we ever have. Mm -hmm. And and hopefully we just keep playing more and more. So that's mm -hmm. that's what we're thrilled about. How often do you do you play out in Columbus? Once a month? Month and a half? Every two months? Just out of curiosity. At least once a month. Okay. I mean, it's multiple times. Sometimes it's just she and I playing in a restaurant. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's the full band planned. Um, sometimes it's a, a corporate gig here and there. You know, it's, it's, as much as we can play, yeah. really. But, but at Corporate least, gigs, those got to be different. They're different. Well, a little different. But uh, we got a guitar in our hands and we're singing, so... Oh, you're getting paid to make music. There you go. Yeah, that's it. That's the life. That's the life. You know, you I can't. I can't more. carry it too. Not even with a backpack. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I've been told that I that I'm not allowed to do karaoke anymore either, because it, it's it's moved beyond karaoke into just a horror show. Do you have Do you have a song? Um. Yeah. Louis Armstrong's "What a Wonderful World." Oh, Come on, that's I love a great that one. song. Is it that bad? Let's There's hear it. No way. No, no, no. We're not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> to subject our listeners to to my horrible vocal stylings um, <laughs> here on the show because they're not here to hear me. Okay. They're here to hear you guys. Okay. Uh, but we alluded before the break that we're going to play one more song today, and this is a cover tune, but you covered a phenomenal artist and one of my all-time favorite songs. Bill Withers is, is the artist I'm talking about. Ain't No Sunshine is the song. Mm -hmm. How did you settle on that one? It started as um, James was playing a brush groove on the drums mm -hmm. and we're always looking for, for cover songs to, to do in a different way than, than they've been done by the artist because you're just not going to do it better than Bill did in, with that certain feel. So, oh, he, his his original version has that melancholy sadness uh -huh. that just permeates the song. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Whereas yours is, I don't want to say you know rainbows and unicorns, but it's <laughs> it's much brighter. Yeah, I think the groove um, that James was playing sort of set the tone for for what we were doing, and then right. from there we just it just kind of happened. Yeah. Are you yeah, happy with the result? Yeah. Yeah, on, today I think it's probably one of my favorite covers that we've ever done. Yeah. Am I going to hear that one on March 31st at Natalie's Cold Fired Pizza? Ooh. Why not? <laughs> we haven't <laughs> played that for a while. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. yeah please. Please. <laughs> yeah, we're happy with it. Um, so let's hear that song. This is Honey and Blue. The song is Ain't No Sunshine. Alone, ain't no 
fantastic was that ain't no sunshine the bill withers classic as reinterpreted by honey and blue <laughs> amazing song guys thank you i mean just thank an amazing you. version of that song to where i mean you own it thank now. you thank you that that was actually really cool to hear again because we haven't heard that in so long i forgot how much i liked it time to bring it back into the set list bringing right? it back at least we're you know a one-off yeah, on March yeah. 31st, hint, hint. What are the covers? So, I mean, your your original music obviously is amazing, and we can't say enough about that, but what other covers do you do? My personal favorite, yeah. 21 Questions by 50 Cent. Yes. Um, that. That, that, that would be interesting, because I'm trying to imagine that now after hearing what you did with you know, sunshine. Not that it would be like that, but it, you know, in your style, it's it's much more bluesy when we do it, which people don't really think like Fifty Cent and blues would work. But it, he does an awesome. That's a job. good song. It I really mean, is. You, if you well, listen a lot to of good it, songs out there, yeah, it doesn't matter what the genre is. Yeah, good music um, is good music, man. And it t- it tells a story. That's what I love about that one. Um, yeah. So it was easy to turn it in. If if the song's already there and it's telling a story, then you can you can always meld it depending on it always comes what back feels to the right. Story. Yeah. yeah. So she that, sings a mean tightrope by Janelle Monae. That's, that's fun. I, lo- that's I, love, fun. I love playing that one and having her sing it. She's she's rips on that one. If I had to pick a a modern era or current era nationally known artist singer that you remind me of, Stephanie, that would be her. Oh. Janelle Monae. Yeah. Right on. That I mean, is I'm, like I'm hearing. I mean, the I, I highest of, of honors. You know, my I'm hearing a lot of stuff from the 60s and 70s. But that's what I grew up with. Um, you know, it sure isn't the Ramones. No, <laughs> uh, oh, I love know. that. That's awesome. But it's uh, yeah. I mean, you have that. You have that. This confidence that just comes through your your vocal styling. Yeah, well, I'll let you know a little secret. That's all for show. <laughs> <laughs> that was said with such a New York accent. <laughs> but that's like honestly, that's why the song "Battle Hymns" came out was the la- a lack of confidence that I had in myself. Really? So then I wrote in, in opposition of that because you kind of have to face your demons, otherwise you can't really move past them, and that's literally now battle. When hits. you walk on stage for a performance, do you still have that? You know, shitless. Really? Every time. Every time. Like vomit in the in the trash can, scared shitless, or um, I'm not that. Or bad just butterflies <laughs> and just oh, I hope they like me. I, I used Sally to be like really like me type thing, you know. I used to be like I can't eat for the entire day, knowing we had a performance and like shaking the entire time, which is why I gripped the mic so much when I first started singing. Ah. <laughs> and now, I mean, I, I just I care so much about doing right by the people that have you know paid to see us, and I just always want to make the band proud and myself pr- as proud as possible so I, I think I'm pretty hard on myself but I'm still scared shitless every time 
What about you? Yeah. Oh, I get nervous. Nervous? Yeah. Butterflies nervous? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Same thing with the food and not being able to eat before. Um, but it's it's funny. From the, our, our favorite book that we, we read back and forth is called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And it's just, I recommend everyone check it out. But... Um, and it's it's just basically talking about the, the idea that it's you're always overcoming that fear. It doesn't go away, but in a way, that's a really good thing. So I think he brought up the example of was it was it Henry Fonda who would who would throw up before every performance, mm-hmm. even in his seventies. And so it's just something we get used to. It's it's part of the part of the performing. Yeah. And you don't want to become complacent. No. I think it's it's such a gift to be able to do what we do on a regular basis. Like I don't ever want to take that for granted. So I look at nerves as like the reminder of like this is this is your chance to step up and do something special for a, a quick, you know, hour or two hours. Don't mm. don't let that just fly by. Be there, you know. What's been the reception here locally? Really great. So awesome. thankful. Yeah. People are really digging your stuff? Yeah. 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 Actually, I posted about that like maybe 4 days ago. It, I've never met such a community of even the, like the musicians meeting everybody from around town. It's just been warm and mm. welcoming. People dig music here. People are invested in us as as a band and as people. Like mm. we've made so many amazing friends from shows that just they've come out to see us and we've bonded with them. And now like we're buddies, so it's been awesome. It's the warm embrace of the Columbus music community across all the different. You know genres and and styles and whatnot. Yeah. Um, at least that's been my experience yeah. with it. Not so much me from the fans of music around here. They they take me to task every now and then, <laughs> which is fully expected. But that's what we do. We try and be as unbiased as we can. But I did want to let our listeners know. For those of you, because most of them are not from New York, but every now and then, Stephanie, I just figured out who you remind me of oh. vocally, just speaking. Because your New York accent comes back. Rosie Perez. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yes! Love it. You know. And you've got that little lag thing. I'm waiting for you to wag your finger right at me. It's more yeah. of a head swivel. That's what I get. That, yeah, two snaps and boom! Post-game show is brought to you by... Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it. Oh, you got to love Bob Euchre. But we are at the end of another fantastic show. No. Man, Rick, thank you. <laughs> I, I can't thank the two of you enough for being on the show today. Stephanie Amber, Adam Darling, the band is Honey and Blue. The album is All the Feels. Available now. Go to their website, honeyandblue.com. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, buy it. It's not that expensive. It's a great, great album song. March 31st, Natalie's Cold Fire Pizza. You can see them live. And we'll be playing in July at the Summer Jam West Festival. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Who's on the show next week? We don't know. See ya! Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail.